Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mystic Misters Tarot Podcast. My name is Robbie. And my name is Nate. And we are here to basically just share with you um, tarot-related content, um, as well as anything spiritual. You know, nothing is off the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully we'll eventually we'll probably be drinking all throughout these episodes. <laughs> so definitely those will be on the table, as well we as our cards. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, this is our first episode. Um this is going to be the first time that we're going to be doing this, so uh, please give us a, the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, we are f- literally filming outside because there's so much technical difficulty going on side. Yeah, on side. On side. On yes. side. <laughs> um, inside. So uh, yeah, please just bear with us. But we hope that you enjoy uh, the process of this, and um, yeah, let's have a good time. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, let's kind of introduce ourselves. So Nate, like. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how maybe you got into tarot. Okay, so my first time I got into tarot was maybe two years ago. Um, my friend that actually taught me tarot first introduced it to me during one of our like get-togethers. They showed me like they brought cards. And I'm just like, oh, what's that? <laughs> like, oh, it's tarot. Oh my god, oh, okay. Like that's interesting. Can I get a reading? So they do a reading for me, and it was. Pretty much spot on with the situation I was dealing right now at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, this is really cool. Like this is something I really want to try getting into. So I first started learning with her and she we would meet like every week, <laughs> every few days actually, and we would like meet at Hilton or wherever. And we would just like learn each uh, major arcana and then the suits after. Um, and then at one point we started to get pretty much busy and I had to start learning by myself. And so I had to, I relied on YouTube mainly. Yeah. And I was like really looking on YouTube videos, like different readings, different yeah. like YouTubers that had like pick a cards or pick a deck. And I'd be like, oh, okay. So I'm learning through getting readings for myself as well. So I, I can resonate or understand each card differently <laughs> from each person. Um, and then after that, I started just do readings with other people. And that's when I was like, okay, so this is not just a hobby now. This is something I really like and yeah. I really like, I'm passionate about. You know, I've got a few comments from people who are like, oh man, you're so good. You're like, you're so talented. So I'm just like, <laughs> okay, maybe I should just stick to doing this too. And then like, let's see what's going on after like a few a few months. Yeah. And after a few months, that's when um, I decided to start like the business and mm-hmm. bomb intuitives with my friend Nas. And so that's when I was like, okay, so now when can I start making a schedule for readings for other people in the public now? And that's where I'm at now with that. Uh, how about you, Robbie? Um, okay, I'm not going to lie. Some of you will read me to filth for this, but um, I was one of those witch talk people. Okay? <laughs> I get, Stop. I already know you're laughing at me. Stop. No, okay, honestly, um, you know, this was in the earlier part of the pandemic. And, you know... It really just kind of came out, came to me randomly, and I know a lot of it deals with like algorithms and other things like that. Um, but honestly, I really wasn't looking at anything uh, witch talk or spiritual related, terror related. Like nothing was in that realm for me. So for it to kind of come out of nowhere, it was like, okay. And you know, I've always had an interest in, um, you know, like the mysticism and and you know just everything spiritual, and so. I just like after a, few, a good few weeks of like you know kind of thinking and we're doing research like I just kind of dived in and um, I started taking like these online classes on Discord and you know um, of all the things that really stood out to me was tarot um, at least for me to start with and so uh, I got my first deck I think probably around like August 
uh, which was really interesting because you know, like you never really know, especially like I, I share I share my my mailbox with my family, so it's just <laughs> like when they see this come through the mail, they can be like, "What are you doing?" Cards? What's that? Yeah, yeah, totally fine. Just give me the box. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, and I, that's where I started and I, you know, went for the more traditional route. I bought books. Mm-hmm. Um, I read online as much as I could. Um, I listened to other podcasts that were featuring other terror related content. Um, and I just, I, you know, I honestly started with just reading all my coworkers and I realized that I ran out of coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, it's September and I think I've read them all. I don't know if I was going too fast, but we're just going to work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I started reading for other people and, um, a lot of people, you know, like like with yourself too, like mm-hmm. they 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 felt like they resonated with a lot of my readings, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I did feel like this is something that was calling for me. And um, you know, for people that are listening and don't know me that well, um, I also am a dancer, so and a, and a teacher as well. So like this is very new for all of me. But I, you know, one part of the reason why I fell in love with doing tarot is because it was another part of myself that I could add on. Especially after doing the same thing for a really long time. Um, you know, and I also, uh, like Nate, run a small business uh, with uh, my main my main gal, Angela Rosario, uh, for Love and Light, .gu. Um, and I also run Mystic Message Tarot on Instagram. Um, we're still very new as well. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much our, you know, like our... Guess our bases, right? I don't know, base introduction, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, well, what's your what's your early, first early standout? For if like when you were doing your readings or when you were learning, like what was the first major standout to you? Standout as in like like either way, if it was someone's reading or was it reading for yourself and it like you know oh you know, know, like drawn me in type yeah, of thing. Okay. Yeah. I was a reading for someone else. Definitely, it was with uh, I call her my mentor. She really just like was get on point with some of my friends situations and she hasn't like sometimes we'd have enough talking like after a while and then just like dang you already know this much (laughs) just from this reading it's like okay i feel like i want to do this now and that's that's what was like my major stand i was like okay i think i should get into this (laughs) and then that's when i started learning from her yeah heard what's yours (laughs) Okay, so honestly, it's not in my current, like, when I actually started. Mm-hmm. Like, my literally first earliest reading, I don't know, if, I think I've mentioned this story to you, but um, I was, like, sixth grade, and I was going to a Catholic school, and, um, okay, so, um, you know, by the way, we live on Guam, if we didn't address that earlier already. <laughs> We're from Guam. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, for anyone that's local listening, hi. <clears throat> for those that knew back then, bestseller used to be in a different location. It used to be a much wider store. Actually, where Chuck E. Cheese is at right now. Um, But uh, they had this one section which had a book on tarot. Um, I literally had no idea what tarot was. I just thought the images were really cool, you know. Um, I I was really into, like, all the fantasy aspects of everything. And they had these little, like, you know, like the cardboard. Not the cardboard, but the cardstock. Like, you can... Like, you know, with the ridges rip, where you can, can you rip, rip them off? out. Yeah. So they're like, I don't know, like one by two, like what, like <laughs> two by, yeah, two by two inches, like of tarot cards, right? And I brought them to school. I brought them to Catholic school, everybody. Okay. So this already is like a, like a red flag as a young, a young person. But uh, needless to say, I tried doing readings or what I thought was readings. Um, and I got them confiscated by the nun. <laughs> by the nun. She oh. was the sister. She was actually the principal too. Pray. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And it's interesting because I, I, you know, I didn't see what was wrong with it at mm-hmm. the time. So, um, you know, I didn't really pay much mind to it. So it's really interesting how much many, many years later I find myself, you know, now doing tarot. So, 
you know, it's, yeah, that, that's probably my earliest experience, I would say. <laughs> I know, it sounds really bad when you think about it, I'm such a rebel. Such <laughs> a rebel, then untook it. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, for people that are especially new to tarot, um, what are some, maybe like, tips that you can give people, like, who mm-hmm. want to start out? Um, for some tips, I would definitely first look at the meanings mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like a lot of people are like oh no we should only just intuitively give messages yes. like, especially I'm like no I think it's really good when you first start out to go through the meaning you know go through the either whatever tarot and it has like the guidebook you can go through that or you can just go online and go through you know a trusted and reliable source yes and like go through the meanings Biddy tarot Biddy tarot mm-hmm. okay yes I have that open on my phone too <laughs> I'm subscribed <laughs> I'm subscribed same <laughs> Um, but definitely go through the meanings of each card, you know, kind of memorize it, kind of not, at least at least go through it so you have, like, a general idea of each card. Yeah. And then after that, that's when you can start, like, doing, getting, like, intuitive messages where they're, like, you can look at the card and look at the illustration and then either resonate it with whatever experiences you've had or whatever messages come through, you know, depending on what card as well. Um, sometimes it will be hard, you know, and you can't, you don't understand, like, what card or what card came up or why. And then you can like, refer back to like the guidebook or go online and just check how, what, what was the meaning for it. And then you're kind of like, oh, okay, I understand now. And then you add that to your own like repertoire of like your definitions of the cards. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you're definitely going to, like for those of you that are just starting out, you're mm-hmm. going to be doing a lot of going to the guidebook. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't feel bad yes. if you have to go to the guidebook. Mm-hmm. Like my first three to four months was going to the guidebook until I mm-hmm. basically feel like I pulled every card yes <laughs> you know <laughs> you know you do like pull one card a day and kind of mm-hmm. like get the understanding of each meaning that's sort of what i did every day you know, yeah I just pulled the card i'm like okay understand the meaning like what energy it is how yeah. does it feel for the day um i definitely would suggest not doing readings for people when you first started the game tarot mm-hmm. i probably just like go through the deck first and then maybe do some read like like mock readings i guess you okay. could like you could just pull some cards i'm like okay like for this person for an example i'm just imagining like oh i pulled out these three cards yeah. and like kind of feel like their situation and feel like what they're feeling and if you can't do that you could just maybe try to do readings for yourself yeah i mean a lot of people sometimes have a hard time reading themselves uh, i have that problem life has read me enough <laughs> <laughs> you can read me like a open book <laughs> no but definitely go through each card if you need to do, like mock readings mm-hmm. or like just watch youtube videos of people doing readings for others and you can just be like oh Oh, I understand this card now from this perspective and yeah. if you resonate with a definition from that person that helps a lot as well and if you especially if you don't know like the meaning of it and you're just kind of like I can't wrap my head around this card maybe just try going on uh, online especially like YouTube just to figure out like oh what's the meaning of this card to this person for mm-hmm. example and they're like oh okay I kind of resonate with this meaning so I'm like bring that to myself and like keep it in my repertoire of definitions you know it's interesting how you say like like uh, because on it no i did that i definitely agree Mm -hmm. um like with everything you said um i like for me at least it's interesting because i'm totally on the other side of the spectrum just in terms of like reading for people as me starting out Mm -hmm. um helped me understand it a lot more Mm -hmm. and i think both sides really you know like it's really just whatever calls to you you know whatever resonates with you because, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I literally read all my coworkers, And so, you know, a lot of them were very, like, half towards the idea. Mm-hmm. And then the other half was just like, yeah, I'm totally down for it. And then there were people like, I had to convince. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, if you're my friend and I also, you know, like, I won't schedule you somewhere not on a day that you want. So if you want a day off, then 
Hi, let me do a reading. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, I mean, everything already you said too, just kind of going to the books and mm-hmm. and even doing like daily card pulls and mm-hmm. um, just, you know, sitting with like just sitting with cards, you know, mm-hmm. not having to take on all seven card spreads. And also, that's another thing too. Do not complicate yourself oh, yes. by trying to do like an eight and nine or like even the Celtic, Celtic cross. cross. <laughs> I've done the Celtic Cross one time. I and have I never, not done it one time. I went, never went back. That no, I'm sorry. That I will. I will do every other combination, just not that. And I think what's really cool with tarot is you can even make your own spread. That's true. Definitely. Like if you need to have like specific questions for each position of the card, like you can even just do a three card pull and just be like, okay, so the, the first card is something. Second card is blah blah blah, and the third card is yeah, like, whatever it is out. X Y Z. X Y Z exactly. So you can definitely make your own spreads. You know, anything is open out to you. You can like literally ask any questions. The only thing is for I would say is like from the get go when you first start, also try to trust your intuition, yes. trust your gut as yes. much as possible. You know, of course, sometimes messages are just like, what the heck am I? Why am mm-hmm. I getting? Why am I getting this message? And then you just be like. I don't. I cannot. I don't understand. Yeah. Just under. Just trust the, your instinct. Trust mm-hmm. your intuition. That you know, like this came out for a reason. It's gonna. It's gonna come up soon, or it came up in the past. And yeah. You just don't remember at the moment. But definitely, like, keep track of. I feel like keep tracking of keep track of your readings would be like a great way. Oh yeah. Tarot journaling. Everybody. Yeah, journaling. I'm really bad at that. But <laughs> I'm bad at that too. <laughs> I'm not gonna preach it to anybody, but you should definitely try it if you can. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> you should definitely like each like for example, you just do a daily pull card. Oh. Yeah. Card pull. <laughs> I like to card pull sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like keep track of it. So like I got the the fool today, for an example. I was like, okay, so this is what I, this is why I'm getting with the fool's energy for me and yeah. whatnot. And then like every day you can do that, or throughout the day you can pull one or two, and then yeah. you should be like, okay, I'm gonna just journal it down and how I felt the moment, and then like later on just review it. I'd probably say. Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure too. Um, kind of coming back to trusting your intuition. Like, because, just because, like, you'll know a card, like, by heart already, like, in mm. every shape or way form, it may not be the entire message that it's trying to give you. Like, sometimes, like, a rant, like, you know, especially when it's, like, a cross between intuition and your knowledge from that you've learned from the book, you're mm-hmm. going to somehow take, like, for example, like, the lovers, but then it's not, it does not entirely mean it has to be between two people. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be something related to that, but mm-hmm. not entirely. So be ready for um, just kind of how you know, your reading style will eventually change. Change. Mm -hmm. Evolve, especially, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, especially, I think, with people, um, people who are not so familiar with, like, the tarot world, um, you know, they will definitely, like, oh, you know, they're going to try to clock you, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I looked it up, that's not what it meant. I was just like, well, that's what it it calls to me, Mm -hmm. you know, or that's that's what the message was given to me. So, um, you know, still still definitely trust yourself, Mm -hmm. um, trust your intuition, and, you know, also make sure to reference yourself with the book. So, yeah, those are definitely good. Those are really good tips, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any more? Or uh, it's okay that if you give a bad reading and the person mm-hmm. doesn't resonate, it just maybe you just weren't on on the message at that time. Definitely true. You can either just keep track of that reading and you're like later on the line, you're like, oh, okay, now I see that this meant something else actually instead yeah. of this completely. So it's okay if you give cold readings by it. like. Especially if you go just by meaning of yeah. the card, sometimes it just gets cold. I'm just like, uh, yeah. wait, this is not making sense. Mm-hmm. Especially if you get like a 
let's just say like a reverse card and then yeah. another, an upright card, they kind of clash <laughs> the meanings, and then you're just like, wait, this doesn't make sense for a love reading, for an example. Yeah. Like, oh, why does my dog have to do with this? Or yeah. Something like something so random, and it could mean something else later down the line, especially yeah. if you don't know and if you're just starting out. It's yeah. it's gonna be a little bit difficult, you know. I would just say just to really like be strong. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna be up and down, especially with like. My journey to like thinking about it, like I almost gave up on tarot a few times. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I'm just not gonna try anymore. And I'm just like, no way. I should probably just like you know calm down and just understand. Yeah. Like, this is this happens to everyone. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like you get cold readings and they, people don't resonate. And then you're just like, okay, maybe let's like take a break and like go through the deck and go through the whatever reading it was and then like and have another <laughs> I guess reading rereading of whatever deck it was uh, to the person. Oh, and another thing, like, kind of what he said, too. Um, don't be afraid to, like, take breaks. Mm -hmm. um, you do not have to force yourself to learn to do tarot, like, and be a master in, like, a month. Even though no. you'll see a lot of YouTube ads that will say otherwise. Um, <laughs> you can learn within a week. Like, oh, learning that. tarot within a week. No, be, like, I love the videos where it's like, become a tarot master in a day. I'm like, in a day? <laughs> in a day. I, can, I barely survived my first year. <laughs> but, yeah, like, don't be afraid to, like, really just take your time. Um, you know, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming, especially when, you know, we're learning to do other things. Sorry, there's a car passing by, everyone. We already pre-warned no, you. like, slowly passing. <laughs> that we film, we're filming outside. Um, but yeah, you know, don't be afraid to, like, take breaks, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I, for me, I was literally going head, head in for, like, three months straight, and I was like, I am exhausted. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not learning anything, or not learning anything, but, like, like information's not sticking. Yeah. yeah, so I stepped away for, like, maybe a good two weeks. And I felt a lot better about it because when I started doing readings again, I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when you're trying to make it all make sense because, mm -hmm. yeah, but it's all, when you're stressful in the mind, it's just not going to work out for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I think for me, at least lastly for me, don't be afraid to have a really big imagination because mm -hmm. you have to be able to really piece together the story, right? Mm -hmm. You are, yes, you are looking at individual cards, but what's the overall story here? You know, so... Um, don't be afraid to, to kind of, you know, there's no such thing as, like, you know, like, less is more is not the case here. Like, mm -hmm. try to do more. But mm -hmm. stay within reasonable means, of course, because yes. some people can really create really some... <laughs> they really be reaching, mm -hmm. like, oh, mm -hmm. what? And you will come across a dragon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, hello. I mean, but sometimes you could just appear in a dream. Because, mm -hmm. like, I have those type of readings where just, like... I smell something fishy. <laughs> they're like, ooh, we just had fish lunch. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, uh, what are some what are some misconceptions? I feel like this uh, is a really good topic because mm -hmm. there's so many misconceptions. I've I mean I'm pretty sure you've experienced them. I've already experienced some of them. So yeah, what are some misconceptions or uh, kind of maybe negative aspects you face as a tarot reader? <laughs> um, definitely, when people ask for readings, they would be like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like. Uh, excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> or they'll, especially like, they'll be like, can I pull more cards? Like, I just want clarification. And yeah. then, like, legit, the message is still the same. And, like, mm. we've already gone through, you like. You pulled the, literally the last card. You pulled all 78 <laughs> cards. What else can you do? You pulled do? the whole deck, and the message was still the same. You know, I, I can't do anything about it. So, people really be thinking, like, oh, we could, like, tell the future and we could change it. I'm yeah. like, we can't change your future. You have free will. 
<laughs> you definitely can change the outcome of the story or the message. Potential. Mm -hmm. the, the idea here is It's just the possible future that could happen. Like, no, I see this. I see something else. Like, you know. But then you can see something differently, and you be like, okay, maybe I don't want that to happen. So let me just steer clear from that. Or like, that's not gonna happen. So I'm not gonna like manifest it, for mm -hmm. example. But I definitely had people come up to me and be like, wait, I don't understand. Like, this is this is happening. This is happening, and. Can I get like another reading? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's gonna be the same thing. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> and then we do the reading, and it's like the same thing. And we're just like, oh, I told you. <laughs> I think for me, mm -hmm. it's. I mean, of course, okay. I know that everyone can get a general reading. Like that's mm -hmm. literally, you know, and that's that's okay. <clears throat> for me though, I feel like there's a fine line. Like I have read people where they ask for the general reading, which I'm like, okay. You know, I ask, like, I just, you know, there's some things that I have to ask, like, just so that we can get a clear indication of something, some information, right? Like, can I get mm -hmm. a time frame? They can't even give me that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, oh, like, I'm, I'm sensing that. Like, you know, I have, you know, because how I, how I see it is, like, a general reading to me is, like, a peek behind the curtain in small areas of life. Whereas if you, you know, are able to provide a question or mm -hmm. if we're able to help you come up with a question in something yeah. specific, mm -hmm. you get to be able to do the whole showcase, yes. right? And see everything. But if you're doing general readings, it's a peek behind the curtain. And when you're not able to get enough information, whether it's just not coming to you or, you know, the reading starts maybe getting a little cold-ish, mm -hmm. um, you know, people get frustrated, you know, like your reader gets frustrated or the person you're reading for gets frustrated. Yes. like. Or like, oh, not satisfied, right? I'm just yeah. like, well, you know, you did ask for a general, and I'm, you know, we are doing the best that we can, and we are mm -hmm. doing the best that we can with based on the information that is given to given. us. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I mean, not to say that you have to come prepared with every single question, every single a single. Ah, uh, sorry, you have to come prepared with a question every single time. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think it's also good to to communicate with your reader as yes. the reading is happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like it, like I allow that. Like it's really good to have a good back and forth. Uh, conversation, conversation. Mm -hmm. during the reading right so we're able both sides were able to get a much more wider clarity on what's mm -hmm. happening and what's really meant to be happening for you um you know information and especially because it's um it's you know it is supposed to be sorry the word uh not disclose well anyway yeah, it is disclosed you know what i'm talking about right the, the word, sorry i'm so sorry everyone i'm so literate i'm so sorry <laughs> But you know, it's a private reading, you okay. know, and all information is disclosed okay, yes, between the you know reader. Mm -hmm. So, you know, feel, uh, you know, especially like if you're going to go into that reading, you know, come in with an open mind. Yes, definitely, definitely. that. <laughs> come into an come into it with an open mind and be willing to communicate. You mm -hmm. know, so that way you like you you came there looking for answers. You know, allow yourself to get answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I probably another misconception or. I guess and I go off, but like people will be thinking that we uh, praise the devil for some reason. I don't know. Oh. Like we meet like yeah, uh, <laughs> every uh, you know midnight of uh, whatever on the <laughs> new moon or something, and we like doing some rituals outside. And sometimes like, I'm too tired to stay up for witching hour. Everybody, <laughs> I'm out by nine sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people think it's like the negative connotation, I guess, towards uh, tarot. Like, oh, they worship the devil. I'm like, mm, I know. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. But yeah, I think like a lot of people can like think like, oh, because they're witches or like, I don't know how it was, I guess, back then. Yeah. When they're <laughs> when you were like burning witches yeah. but, but definitely it's not that we you know i think a lot of readers um tend to go towards you know i guess they're not kind of like a mantra it was like love and light and truth of course yeah. so it's like we try to like find all the positive aspects when we do our readings you know sometimes there are some negative you know <laughs> aspects to it that come out like like oh like 
you know something's gonna happen soon it's not gonna be good yeah <laughs> i don't really want to say anything specific but yeah there's definitely some messages that i get sometimes that are just like that and i'm trying not to focus on that i just give i do give the warning to our the uh Oh my gosh, wait. To the client there. Yeah, there To the client that, you know, something might be happening, you know, just keep an eye out for it. But there's definitely those type of, like, we have different just different types of readings. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes it gets kind of a little bit one way or the other. It's kind of, like, kind of sad sometimes. But definitely another, I guess, misconception is, like, oh, that we know everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we know everything. And you're like, can you tell me who I'm going to see? Give me the name. Give me the, know, the like, age. People, How tall are they? <laughs> people were a conduit, okay, if anything else. So follow us as we're messengers. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, definitely do not shoot the messenger. If you wanted to know how tall they were, then go sign up for a Christian Mingle profile. Okay. <laughs> you can check how their, their height, their weight. Mm-hmm. You Tinder. Know. Tin- there we go. Tinder. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty going on right there. So um, we will <laughs> come back to misconceptions again. So I'm sorry. Nate, you were saying about misconceptions? Uh, I think I was picking off on... Um, Actually, I, <laughs> I forgot where I was picking up already. Uh, um, 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 like <laughs> you too. <laughs> no, I think you were talking about like oh, like spirit does not want to like. Oh yeah, sometimes okay. spirit just really does not want to <laughs> tell you anything at all. But for those type of messages, people really, really, really want to be like oh can you like tell me something so specific and i'm like um spirit doesn't want to say anything right now or sometimes you just don't get anything for that and then you know you have to be truthful you can't like make something up yeah because like that's just gonna like kind of tell lies it's not gonna be the truth yeah. so just when those happen there's a lot of people will really ask like those specific questions just you know to let them know that i can't give you that i can't give you that answer right now yeah. i just don't know um spirit's not telling me or i'm not i'm not knowledgeable enough i guess or not connected to spirit that way that i can't give you that answer right now but you know you could still try to ask (laughs) maybe we'll get the message through but at this time no for for the people that are listening can you like just briefly i mean especially people that are new to tarot um can you kind of you know you touch on like on the word spirit so for those that are listening uh could you like kind of briefly explain at least for your interpretation of what Mm -hmm. spirit is you know just so that um so I've actually been thinking about this for a while and um, actually a few days ago I was talking to my friend about it and I'm like, you know, I can't really exactly say what spirit is. It's really just everything. Yeah. <laughs> it could be everything. It's anything. People um, have different definitions for it. I've heard, you know, they use the word God for mm-hmm. it or God's plural. They use um, the universe, which is everything is connected. Um, higher consciousness, higher self. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, let's see, like collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use different terms. Intuition. Honestly, yes, intuition. Everything is very. It's kind of intermingled. Like it's very universal. It's very universal. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people actually use spirit, and then they can refer to the universe, just in general. I think that's what my consensus is. For well said, sir. Well said. <laughs> Um, oh, do you have a different definition, or it's no? I mean, I think it's same. yeah, it's pretty much the same because I feel like there's no real way to tell someone how to receive a message. Mm-hmm. You know, they receive it based off of how they receive it. Everyone's on different frequencies. Yes, um, you know, everyone picks up things like differently. Like you know, with me, I get the ringing in the ears. I get all all these little random things, which I had to learn how to differentiate, which was just a normal body thing versus <laughs> like a spiritual thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, like I think. 
like when we first met, mm-hmm. I remember you referenced Spirit a lot. Okay. You know, and I was still pretty new to tarot, so I was just kind of like, oh my mm-hmm. god, what is he talking about? So then I honestly looked it up, right? Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay, now I understand it, because I think at the time, I didn't have a clear consensus of where my messages were coming, coming from, from? Mm-hmm. you know, whether it was just the cards themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because they're supposed to have, Or like, like what am I thinking? Yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or is it the other person's energy? Are we mm-hmm. having, like, this synonymous thing going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right, it is pretty universal, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes from literally everything, above, below, earth energy mm-hmm. all of it so that's on spirit yeah, that's that is <laughs> and that's on what spirit, spirit. <laughs> um one of my last i would say uh, misconceptions and i'll keep it real brief too but um i would say is the way that tarot gets portrayed in pop culture mm-hmm. whether it's like television or or mm-hmm. media or yeah just tv shows um i mean i get it because it's like oh, okay they want to like amp it up because you know mm-hmm. when you really look at it like if you don't do it, it doesn't make it, like, spookier or more yeah. mystical. You know what I mean? Like, it's really just, like, this emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when people see that for the first time, and that's the first thing that they see about tarot, it's yeah. like, oh, you're pull- you- death is coming for you because oh you gosh, pulled the yeah. death card, the you death know? Card, yeah. yeah, like, or the tower card, something tragically terrible, mm-hmm. terrible is going to happen. I mean, like, it, like kind of does, but mm-hmm. in a much more smaller, like, like lighter sense. The tower is crumbling. Yeah. <laughs> like, the world's crumbling. Yeah, you know? Or even, like, the lovers is like, oh... You know, your loved one's coming, or yeah. like a, a new love is coming. I'm like, yeah. no, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much technical aspect to it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't you know, like anything else, a lot of the times, pop, you know, like what you see in media tends to be a little exaggerated, mm-hmm. right? So, um, definitely do your research first, uh, especially for people that are interested in getting readings in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure it's not based off of what you actually see. I would rather tell you. We would rather tell you go and experience it for yourself, mm-hmm. and whoever is reading you should actually if anything walk you through what a real tarot reading should mm-hmm. be like what should you you know you should feel like mm-hmm. um and you know push for positive messages rather than ones that should scare you away yeah definitely <laughs> yeah bury that um yeah well we're about to go and take a, br- a quick break and when we come back we are going to uh kind of go through the major arcana uh so well, we're going we're gonna to talk about the major and the minor arcana in a bit um and we are going to go through uh the first five cards of the major arcana and our thoughts opinions and any personal experiences we may have so we will be right back all right bye mm-hmm. Hi guys, we are back, Mystic Mr. Tarot. Oh my god, I totally just effed up our name. I just slaughtered that. I just realized. <laughs> Mystic Mr.s. Mystic Mr.s. Thank you. Mystic Mr.s. You know what? It's because earlier we, okay, we attempted to go back on and yeah. he literally started off with, hey sisters. And I was like, <laughs> welcome back, George. <laughs> I guess we're bringing it up now. We could just leave it in. <laughs> well, now, I don't know. Now, now, see, I've started off, I've not started off strong and this is the rest of where the rest of the podcast will go from here on out. Okay, so uh, we are back and we are, you know, now that we've kind of covered, you know, kind of just introductions Mm -hmm. and general tips on tarot as well as misconceptions and which we will expand more on more, you know, because there's so much bases even at the beginning, but we have the rest of our podcast episodes to do that. Um, We wanted to uh, go through the Fool's Journey. Mm-hmm. The major and the minor arcanas. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there are seventy-eight cards. Um, sometimes more, depending on the deck you buy. Yep. 
you know, that we will go through. So again, we have so many podcast episodes that we will use to cover all of these because obviously we are not going to try to go through all 78 right oh, now. No. So we're going to go through the first five. But before we get started, um, Nate, like, let's, uh, let's give our listeners some insight on what exactly the major and the minor arcanas are, in our opinions, um, especially for, you know, those who are starting out. Mm-hmm. So for the major arcana, um, he talks about the fool's journey, going through, like, its different stages of his journey, basically. So, like, you know, whether he comes, he goes and sees or meets other people, or he has like a certain energy towards a certain situation it just everyone has a different i guess meaning towards the major arcana but for me um my main thing would be probably like when you do a reading every time like a major arcana like card comes out i think of like it's the main theme or major mm-hmm. theme or big energy that yeah. comes out during, during the reading it could either mean like the overall energy of the meaning of the reading it could also mean like this is a major part that you need to look out for or like it, it just depends on the reading, I guess, but um, that's like kind of my, my main thing. Like it's just big energy, like throughout the whole deck. It's like the you know the it's called the major arcana for a reason. Yeah. It's really just like the big energy compared to like the minor arcana, where it has like more details or it has more like every day. Yeah, every day. It's kind of it's just like like not like a simpler energy, but like it has like a. Not lesser meaning. I don't have to explain it now. Yeah, I mean, just because it says minor does yeah, not mean it does mean, not count. Yes, like, definitely. it matters just as much. As much, yes, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you? Because, like, I, I still don't really have, a, like, a standard meaning for No, no, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, honestly, I've definitely heard, like, your perspective on mm-hmm. it, like, from other, um, like, people um, that I've listened to in terror, you know, terror-related content. Mm-hmm. Um, other people will also say to, like, yes, bigger, it's, like, the big theme of your situation mm-hmm. or situations. Um, one of them also, they say, too, it's kind of like the universe has already, like, they say it's, like, one of two things. The universe has already has, like, this major plan already ahead of you, so the universe mm-hmm. in itself has planned it and any, any other higher powers. Or it's already, uh, like, major, the major arcana can also be, like, this is the major theme that comes into your life because this is based off of previous decisions that, you know, the person has made. made. Uh-huh. So a lot of times, you know, they do call it the fate. Like, yeah. the, these are fated cards as well. Mm-hmm. So there's not much you can really do because you have to go and experience this. Like, this is a period of your life you will experience. You can't, like, mm-hmm. necessarily turn away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus uh, the minor arcana, which is a lot more closely related to, I think, people in general because... While you cannot control what the universe and fate has planned for you mm-hmm. in the minor arcana, you can. You can control um, how you're going to react to these things, or when they do come, then the situation comes. You you are in control of how you react to them entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can also change a few things here and there depending on what you do based off of your actions. But it's really closer to what people do mm-hmm. and their actions, like on an everyday basis, rather than like long-term goal effects. Yeah, I see, that I would see. affect like the major arcana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, for everyone listening out there, you're gonna come across a lot of different variations, a lot mm-hmm. of the same what we just said, yeah. and probably some different versions. But yeah, I mean, that pretty much covers, you know. Yeah, and like also, whenever we you like listen to one of the meanings or like the definitions or opinions on the card, of course, take what resonates with you, mm-hmm. and then just take it with you and like keep on in your journey. I would say, and that's how I would learn. That's how I learned a lot throughout my journey. Yeah, is really just take whatever resonates with you, and then whatever doesn't, just leave it behind for someone else to take up. But whatever resonates with me, I just keep and then like kind of like retain 
and I'm just like, okay, I get this general idea, for example, and maybe I can expand on it. Yeah. But just take whatever you resonate with and then keep going on your journey, definitely. Do you ever get that when you, um, for example, like, if you do, a, like, let's just say a seven-card spread, mm -hmm. um, do you get worried when majority of them are major arcanas? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> people like, no, because, you know, people who don't understand tarot yeah. could be like, what does this mean? Us, and we're just like, uh, us, our eyes are just, like, getting really big, <laughs> like, like, oh, like, sis. Oh, <laughs> something's happening. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've i had readings where, like, almost all the cards are just major arcana. I'm just like, oh, whoa. I did not see that coming. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes... It, it's, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes yeah. it's kind of just, like, on the fence. I'm just like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this reading anymore. Yeah. Or, like, it's starting to get a little bit crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it just depends on each person. and It depends on the situation, especially. Like, maybe, like, uh, the, the message is coming through because, like, their guides or, like, the spirit wants them to know certain things now. So they can, like, prepare themselves, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, like how you're saying, like, these faded cards. Like, yeah. I kind of, like, it, it, I'm a little bit on the opposite side. Where it's, like, okay. everything is on, like, you know, up in the air still. Like, yeah. this is still just a possible future. It's definitely sure. not, like, going to be, like, you have to go through it or, like... But that's how I feel, and definitely, like, if you see these cards, you know, do not be, <laughs> don't get taken aback and be like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. yeah like, all the cards are major kind of, like, they're yeah. all kind of, like, conflicting sometimes, but, you know, just look at the illustrations, look at the cards, and, like, try to really resonate and, like, get the deeper meaning of it. Instead of just looking at it face value, like, oh, okay, so this is, this means this, this means that. Why is it opposite? The reason is, you know, da 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 and you just go through it and then just really, like, look into the messages <laughs> within the messages you know yeah. re reading between the lines really but like it's inception reason. yeah it's a message it's within a message <laughs> yeah, with exactly. <a> message. <laughs> so like you just have to find that connection between the cards and then that's where you the true i guess message comes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's getting a little messy you know? <laughs> <laughs> we should have just renamed this podcast messy messages <laughs> messy, messy misters <laughs> No, but yeah, no, definitely, um, you know, you're right. And again, you know, mm -hmm. tarot is such a huge realm where perspectives are, are different, right? So mm -hmm. even though we are on opposite ends in terms of perspectives, again, that's just because our reading styles differ, mm -hmm. you know, but for the most part, we can come to agreement with it when we see a message just oh, yeah, like definitely. overall, mm -hmm. this is what needs to be said. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's, just, that's basically just the gist of the major and the minor arcanas. We will expand more as more episodes do come up. Mm -hmm. Um, but what we are going to do right now, we are going to begin the Fool's Journey. We are going to go through the first five cards of the Fool's Journey. So with that said, Nate, would you like to tell our listeners what deck you, uh, decks you are using today? Um, so I have just the Rider Waite Smith deck right now. The OG. The OG, yes. The original. The original the, gangster. Really the, the, origi the OG witch. The, for real. <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember... Um, who created the first illustrations? I honestly, I researched it and I for, now I forgot. No, yeah, I took like when I was when I mentioned earlier, I was taking Discord classes. They taught about tarot history. It's I should know, but it's gone for me now. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like ah, I only know this is the original like illustrations that they had back mm -hmm. then. You know, maybe there's a little bit of touch up. It's definitely not exactly the same. I would say. Oh but yeah, it's very very similar and yeah. very like. Um, Derived? I don't know the word, but yeah. like basically it's very similar to the original. I have, so that I have the Rider Waite Smith, and as well as I have the Witch's Tarot. It's one of my favorite decks, and right now especially, I, I use it daily. Yeah, you, I've <laughs> seen, my, I've seen the, when I do see you do readings, you usually you go with that. That's your go-to, I can tell. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, well, for me, I do have the Modern Witch Tarot. 
that is my first one. And then I also have the Star Spinner Tarot for my second. Um, you know, it's interesting, you know, he, Nate talks about uh, the, you know, Rider Waite Smith RWS. And uh, for, you know, for those of you that are going to get into tarot, one of the first things you will find out is the Rider Waite Smith is like what we mentioned earlier, the OG. Mm-hmm. So a lot of tarot decks will deviate. Mm-hmm. Was that the word you were trying to maybe go for earlier? No, no I'm trying no. to say like it's well, I'm, <laughs> like he'll go. He'll go der- derive. I'll go deviate. Um, it's all about the D. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they all deviate from the Rider Waite Smith in terms of artwork and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times your decks will vary in terms of the artwork. Uh, the illustrations, but they sometimes usually... the word itself. Well, yeah, like that's the true. The card itself would be completely switched around. Yeah, but you can definitely still see the main. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's still very much similar to that because yes. you know uh, that's also another tarot tip for any of you that's also just starting out. Um, do not buy decks that are like so far beyond in artwork. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you should definitely find things that are like very illustrated, like. Um, Pictures of people, especially, would be probably helpful at yeah. first, and later on, once you kind of get the gist of the meaning, yeah, and then, then that's when you can get like it literally just has like five pentacles or yeah. something like yeah. that. But definitely go to like I would say go through the Rywaite Smith first. That should be yeah. your first day. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, but definitely just to like train yourself mm-hmm. to like know and like see the illustrations of like the original. But you should definitely get the Rywaite Smith. I I, that's my... <laughs> no, agreed. My first, my very first deck was the Everyday Tarot. Um, the, like, the images obviously were a lot, like, were different, but they, like, when I compare them to an RWS, like, they basically say it's the mm-hmm. same thing. So, yeah, definitely any other tarot reader will tell you that. Start off with something, if not the Rider Waite Smith, something pretty close. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we are now going to embark on the Fool's journey, and we are going to go from the Fool to the Magician the High Priestess, the Empress, and the Emperor. Uh, we're going to go through each of our cards and, uh, you know, just talk meanings, talk opinions, talk any experiences maybe that come up uh, in personal readings or other group readings um, that we've done for people mm-hmm. um, on this card. And just overall, you know, the card's energy, um, as well as, you know, kind of like what we see in the cards that we're holding, uh, because different decks, different artworks, mm-hmm. you know, different you know, illustrations. So... Yeah, let's talk about the fool's energy. What do you got? Like, what are your opinions on the fool? So, um, do you want to look at the illustrations already, or do you want to just like general? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could start general. Okay, so when I think of the fool, you know, some people, he literally could just mean literally just the fool. Like, you're you're a fool. (laughs) You a fool. (laughs) You a fool. (laughs) But like, it just depends on the rating, honestly. But if you look at the card individually, it's like. you're in the beginning of a journey. Yeah. You're starting out a journey. You're, sometimes you're not prepared for it. You're just you're a fool for like for leaving home mm-hmm. unprepared or you're unprepared. Um, uh, Would you say it's like carefree or care- yeah, like carefree, carefree? Definitely like people like naive, like really just like not thinking about anything else. Like just, no shits given. Yeah, just like the fool. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It, did you have anything else like to? No, I mean definitely just, that. Um, a lot of uh, other variations I've heard with this, mm-hmm. definitely the carefree aspect, um, new journeys, mm-hmm. and it's it's really just kind of going into it with like no weight on your shoulders um, and being open to the experience that you're about to have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people can mistake and mistake that. Like you know, that's why I was saying like carefree or careless, right? Like, two mm-hmm. very like two very yeah. similar but very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, with uh, we, we're going to talk about the illustration now, mm-hmm. so. 
Um, well, you should do. You should definitely do the right away smith first, and then we'll deviate from that. Okay. <laughs> For the wide-weight smith, he... So it, it's portraying and illustrating a guy, a young man, I would say. He is on a cliff, and it looks like he's just like on the edge of the cliff, like nonchalantly standing there. Unafraid of in case the... <laughs> literally could be falling. Um, there's... Explain this. Like he literally has almost nothing with him. <laughs> he literally has just the I don't know what they're called. Like that stick with the the stick with the. It's like you're like when going, you're going on a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is all you have. This is all you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like literally just all his stuff in a little satchel or a little bag in his on the stick. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> okay, you know what? Anyways, we will look we, it up later we'll on. We'll check it. Yeah. And then there's a little white dog that has his I guess his companion. I'm I I really don't remember exactly what the meaning of the white dog was mm -hmm. but did you, did you I, know? I know what you're talking about yeah it's like been i've read on it but it was I have like a... something where like oh it, the dog's barking and it's kind of like yapping at the purse at the fool and the yeah fool trying to get their attention get, yeah trying to get their attention like watch out you might like, don't fall, fall off the, the cliff. cliff yeah <laughs> basically but he's just like not listening and he's just like in the moment mm -hmm. and really just like oh this is my new journey i'm so excited mm -hmm. so like a lot of energy is like just being excited and like oh what to like non no expectations yeah. just like going into it like head first yeah. just like oh okay i'm just gonna go here and like just let's just start the journey yeah like, i'm the fool <laughs> um do you want to go do one of yours yeah sure um i will go with the modern witch uh interpretation um with the modern witch deck by the way um in the original Rider Waite Smith, a lot of the characters you will find are predominantly male. Uh, whereas with the Modern Witch, uh, the author and illustrator uh, made it a focal point to have all of their, um, all of the people uh, in this predominantly female. For it's it very is a feminist deck, um, either people or female or people of LGBT. Um, with the Fool, her gender is switched to a woman. Um, a younger woman. Um, in this case, yes, the dog. This the dog on this one's brown. But and he's trying to make sure she doesn't fall off the cliff because she has her headphones on. <laughs> I like that. Oh my and God. I don't know if she's listening to like Lil Nas X or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's about to want. go off. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's very that energy right now. She's but about to <laughs> she's, she's jump up and grab the super pole down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that that this is Lil Nas X is the fool. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but you know everything's pretty much the same. The sun is the sun is coming down, and oh, there's yes. large horizons in the back, right? So. There's a really large world mm -hmm. ahead of the character head, you know, or ahead of him or her, I guess, mm -hmm. depending on the card. Um, how about your uh, Witch's Tarot? So Witch's Tarot is very much the same. This one, the dog isn't yapping at the person. The person is looking, you know, I, I, I message even the, the sun of the horizons. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good, um, good eye. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's looking up into the sky. Like, he's literally, like, on the edge compared to, I guess, the fool. He's, like, literally, like, inches away from falling. Yeah. He also has, you know, that small stick with the stat. <laughs> His little bag, I don't know. The white flower. I forgot what it meant. Oh, I think it's innocence. Mm, yes. Yes, the white flower means innocence. I, do you have white flower on your... She got flowers. She got a bunch of flowers. None of them white, though. <laughs> yeah, but in the hand of, like, the original, as well as the witch's child, they both have white flowers. I think it's supposed to symbolize, uh, like, purity, innocence, mm, like, naive. Very that. Naive, yeah. For the fool. Yes. So, like, in this one, uh, the witch's child, he is on the edge. There's, like, mountains in the background. He's on the journey, on, like, a treacherous path. It's kind of like nonchalantly like if you can imagine just skipping yeah. <laughs> along the edge there's like 
it's a vast, I guess, picture. This, the, the sky is clear. There's some clouds, white clouds. I guess the white is really just like pure, like pure. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that innocence. Yeah. That I think that's what it symbolizes to me right now. Um, pretty much the same as the Rider Waite Smith, honestly. Well, then, for oh, go ahead. No, no, go no. And then now I was gonna say what's your. Oh, I was gonna say well with the Star Seeker. Like, so the thing about the Star Seeker tarot is like I would probably say. Star Spinner. Sorry, I'm sorry. Star Spinner, Star Seeker. I'm the Star Spinner. My bad. <laughs> sorry about that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, with the Star Spinner, I would probably say out of the out of the four decks that we all have right now on the table, uh, Star Spinner probably deviates the furthest away from RWS. If you're looking at the full here. Um, they're, they're, you don't even see, like, the sun or the, any, like, really background. Like, a lot of them are different, really just different patterns and different shapes. Um, a lot of circular motions going on. Um, the person is fairly young. They're kind of like in this jester's outfit. Um, I guess the jester could be in a sense of, in a sense. Yeah, the fool. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. actually, yeah, that's a really I was like, good, mm, yeah. Yeah, the fool. Um, same thing, that little stick with the knapsack in it. That's that's pretty much <gasps> a stay the same. Is it knapsack? I think it's knapsack. Okay, we'll clarify everybody. Yeah, Sorry. I think it's knapsack. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, but um, no dog. No dog, yeah. I don't think so, yeah. No, but the white the flower's white flower. there. Yeah. The white flower's there, so. I think the back of him is the earth, or mm, the world, I would say. Like, he's like, mm. it looks like he's an, if you can imagine, like, he's in a fetal position, like an infant. Ah, so innocence, okay. like, he's pure, he's still a child childlike you know mindset yeah. maybe okay oh yeah no okay now i see it now yeah okay definitely see it that way now so yeah i mean with the full it an artwork and illustration wise it definitely like like you know like we had mentioned um a lot of them take basically from the rws as mm -hmm. many of these will do um but you know like little little differences here and there that do matter so it's really important that we look at and, you know for anyone doing tarot um, look at everything. Don't just look at the main thing going on. Yeah. Look at all the background. Even me, I just realized like, oh, there's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that when I first saw the art. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't notice the flower. This bitch has a bunch of flowers on her motherfucking. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, any last words on the fool? Um, you know, when you see the fool, don't just think of it as just naive. Yeah. Like, sometimes it could just be like whatever situation. It just depends on the reading, I guess. But. The full could mean a good thing and it can be mean a bad thing in the sense of like just mindset. Yeah. Like if you can't try not to be carefree, careless. Carefree, careless, yeah. yeah. Reckless, mm -hmm. just like moving head on first. It usually is a warning to be for me, whenever I have those type of readings, it's usually yeah. a warning to be like, be careful, don't be yeah. like the fool basically. Yeah. Don't be naive. Don't yeah. like think about what you're gonna do first before going into your journey. Yeah. Like prepare. Um you know, sometimes it tells me to also be like have childlike mindset, like you know, be your, uh, open up to your inner child and yeah. like really like try to get to that energy of just like child, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like innocence, like try to be more open and not closed off to people, like like how a child like really just runs up to anywhere and was like, oh, can I get this? Like randomly, yeah. <laughs> they go to people and just talk to them, like yeah. oh, maybe not do that <clears throat> all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. Yeah, but definitely be open to like that type of energy, especially like if you're kind of closed off and you're kind of in, you're like alone. Yeah. Type. <laughs> no, definitely for sure. Um, I basically you've already said everything at least to close that off. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you know, I I like having the pool come up for me, especially when I'm 
talking about new jobs, new opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, just new aspects that are opening up, especially when I'm asking, like, is it going to be happening soon? Mm-hmm. When I have the pool come up, at least that gives me an idea, of, like, it will be happening soon. So look mm-hmm. forward to it. But definitely for sure, be mindful, though. So now we move to the magician. Uh, isn't this your card? This yes, is like your card is, that you claim. This is the <laughs> okay. Let me not claim, but ever no, you since, claim. <laughs> yeah, but I claim definitely. When I first like did tarot, this is actually the first, I guess, shadow card. I would say mm-hmm. when I ever like the back of the deck energy. I always pulled this, or every in the beginning when I was starting off, literally every reading would have the magician in it, and it wouldn't. It would always be upright. Yeah. And then after I like I realized like oh I do have the power that the the reading keeps telling me yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of grabbed onto that power and I like kind of like been working towards it working on myself and then I kind of like started to see the magician less and less to like I'm like oh maybe that was just the like I guess the signs tell yeah. me like oh like I have this type of talent I have this power that I can use to share with other people and to help other people so that's why I'm like okay now that I understand it it hasn't been coming out like at all yeah <laughs> so I was like okay I think that's me yeah it's, it serves more so as a reminder for you yes. like what's internal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that definitely makes a lot of sense um yeah I mean you pretty much covered the magician energy I would mm-hmm. say uh basically everything you do starts with you mm-hmm. right so and like a lot of times it's um also the universe like is providing you like basically everything in your path mm-hmm. you just have to go and actually make do it yeah do it <laughs> do make it. do with your tools and do it just do it as nikki says just just do it the magician then <laughs> um you know when you guys look at the i mean it, like i'm looking at modern modern witch but i'm pretty sure it's the same uh for rws but mm-hmm. uh when you look at the card uh, you see either a male or female, depending on the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and in front of them, they have each actually, uh, they have one of each of the suit representations mm-hmm. the pentacle, the sword, the cups, and the wand. Mm-hmm. And these being um, various aspects of, of a personality in terms of actions, feelings, um, Man, uh, intellect, intellect yeah. and uh, like material, material, world. material, yeah. worldly possessions. Um, yeah, this basically, the, you know, the position basically just tells you, um, you know, like you have all of you these things. Of mm-hmm. Yeah, so be ready to use them. You know, mm-hmm. make magic happen. Make magic, yeah, literally. Yeah. Any last thoughts on the magician? And yeah, uh-huh. let's uh, does it does it deviate from any of your other decks? So I have the Rider Waite Smith right now. It's basically the same. Looking at the Modern Witch, you know, has all those suits. Um, is she holding? Is she holding a wand or a candle? I honestly don't. Oh, it's a wand. That's a wand. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> looking at it, the wands usually in the in minor icon or in that minor arcana, Yeah, the wand suit is like kind of like. How do you explain like a stick, <laughs> like a cane, oh, like yeah. a sorcerer, like a like cane? I don't have to explain it, yeah. but he's holding like a small wand. I don't yeah. have to Harry Potter style. Yeah, I wand. mean basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. I mean, so it has a small wand. He's doing his little magic. He's like starting. I guess it could be a ritual. It could be. He's actually doing a spell. I'm not too sure exactly, but basically saying he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, because the wand is the take action. Yes. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. Has all this. I think it's pretty much the same for the Rider Waits. How about the Star Star Spinner? Star Spinner. Okay, so I have this Hagrid-looking folk. Okay, Hagrid. I'm gonna say Hagrid because literally he do look like Hagrid. He does. Just with a pointy, like he has a full-on beard, like Merlin. Okay, actually, oh. no, that's a closer to a little bit closer to Merlin. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If you look at the artwork here, yes, he does also carry the sword. You do see a pentacle. I'm trying to find the cup. Do you see the cup? Oh, the cup is right there. It's, mm -hmm. it's okay. He's point, point, yeah. Yes, and he's holding a star-shaped wand. So a lot of it is very, yeah, a lot of it is the same. Uh, the color dominance here is red, so yeah. um, there is a little bit more of a, I would say, masculine energy. Oh, yeah, energy. definitely. He's, even in the Ryway Smith, it's a red cloak, a red robe. Actually, yeah, even yeah, for the think, magician, yeah. it's like a red pink. Hot pink? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely masculine energy that we have going on here. Mm -hmm. Any last thoughts on the Magician? Uh, I'm just going to look at the Witch's Tarot. Oh, yes, yes. So, I'll just notice as well as for the Rider Weight, the Witch's Tarot, and then the Modern Witch, they all have an infinity sign above them. Oh, that's so, right. Yes. So, that one also signifies like they have like unlimited power, I feel like. Oh. It's, it's like you have all this energy. You, you have this all in your possession. You just need to go and do it. So for the witch's tower, it looks a little bit more extravagant. Actually, it looks like she—he is like really like doing the oh, spell yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> Wind is like going through his hair, going through his his clothes. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> so many Harry Potter he references. He does for real. Dumbledore. <laughs> but yes, he has all the suits on the table, and he's doing a spell right now, wearing a red cloak. He. Oh, I thought his eyes were closed or not. His eyes are open, so I feel like it also signifies like he knows what he's doing. He's aware. So he's aware. He knows that this is what he needs to do. He just needs to do it now. That's really yeah. interesting because I think for the magician on the star spinner, like mm -hmm. all of them, all of them have the uh, infinity symbol except this one. Yeah, yeah. I think it kind of it's the circles. Would I you think... say? That's interesting. I want to look into this card a lot deeper because yeah. I do not presently see it. It does. I mean, this is the one. This is the deck that goes a little, a, a little further oh, away. Yeah. So that's as expected. But good eye, good eye. Yeah, but that's. I think that's just. That's it, really, for the magician. Yeah. Not much. Don't say deeper meaning. I mean to say <laughs> for him to say that, but then it, like this is his card. Like yeah, uh, he's being he's being humble. Everyone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just claiming. <laughs> No, but like it really just means just do it. You have yeah. all, all the stuff ready, prepared for you. What is holding you back? That's like one of the questions I get for this. Like, what's holding you back? You yeah. you have all this power. Mm -hmm. You can go out and do it. Basically. You just need to do it. Like, same thing with me. Like, I already know what I need to do. I just don't do it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, because that's me too. <coughs> okay, we are now going into uh, the third card of the Fool's Journey. Uh, we are looking at the High Priestess. High Priestess. High Priestess. This one is uh, always a... Uh... <laughs> This is not my favorite, or not my favorite card. It's, it's so <laughs> funny because it's my, it's one of mine. It's one of my my mentor's favorite, uh, not favorite card. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she really doesn't like this card whenever it comes up for her because she knows what it means, and every time she gets a reminder, she's just like a yeah. Don't need to tell me. <laughs> and the moon, but yeah, mm. that's later on. <laughs> so what do you see for your deck? Um, on Modern Witch, uh, we do have a very um, statuesque uh, mm -hmm. uh, woman sitting. She's sitting with a laptop uh, next with, uh, to a giant moon crescent. Mm -hmm. She has this really like regal outfit going on. Like mm -hmm. she looks real damn good. Um, yes. You know, in terms of like she looks like she knows. What, you know, okay. So in terms of like the magician, right? Like they like the magician knows what's physically in front of him mm -hmm. or her. To do what needs to be done, mm -hmm. where if I, it's with a high priestess, it's really about her knowing internally, mm -hmm. both intuition, feel, intuition. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. basically an intuition card. Yeah, you know she she trusts herself, she trusts her feelings, mm -hmm. she trusts that like you know she can remain calm mm -hmm. um, and make 
proper decisions, you know, regardless of how stressful the situation yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's, you know, that's, I would say, like, the sum up of the High Priestess energy. Mm-hmm. I like pulling this because it reminds me that, yes, I do know, like, no matter how crazy everything may be going on and some things may physically not be in my control, like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, I can handle it. So that's that's why I for me I like it because it's come up in several occasions when I needed to have that like mm-hmm. reminder of to remain calm. So that's for me at least. Ooh, I have a <laughs> I have a little bit of a differ there. <laughs> I kind of have the opposite. Maybe they so all whenever... come from a long line of sisters and you know they're all just a little different personality. <laughs> whenever I pull the high priestess, it kind of reminds me of um spirit has this knowledge like i always think about as high priestess as like spirit or like the universe whatever the whole greater consciousness whatever <laughs> you got to call it whatever resonates with you but with spirit like knowing what they want to tell me they just don't want to tell me it yeah <laughs> they're you're not ready for it for mm. an example so whenever i pull out i'm just like you're not ready that's when i kind of get mm. that card and i'm just like you're not ready for what we have to tell you yet mm-hmm. just you, you have you'll figure it out on your own and mm-hmm. you'll see it it's kind of like a it'll reveal itself yes, to you when it's supposed when it's, to yeah when it's supposed to understood definitely. understood so with the rider weight smith you know she's i think all of them they're wearing blue yeah That's like blues and purples scene. right mm-hmm. blue i honestly don't remember what the the black and the white pillars stand for do you remember what well, i don't remember it was like for lightness and dark like light and dark yeah. and it's kind of like she has or she knows mm-hmm. and then she just doesn't want to for me she doesn't want to tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like why yeah <laughs> she kind of leaves it up to you to figure it out yeah she, she really just be like hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> just nothing i'm like oh okay so you and, give me anything no- else <laughs> yeah no. give me nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the right way smith yeah she's holding a, a scroll i guess mm. and she's just like looking there's not much details on this card. You can't really see the face, but she's just like looking. She kind of has like a little bit of a frown going on. Mm-hmm. She does have a tapestry behind her, the black and white pillar. Yes. She has the moon, and she does have a. I think it's a cat. I think it's supposed to be a cat. Uh, I can't describe. Maybe I'm just looking at it differently, but I see a cat on this one. It's kind of like in the cloak. Mm. It's. I don't know how to describe it. If you can see it, it's this and literally this one right here. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see that. Yeah, so it looks like a cat in the cloak. And then looking at the witch's tarot, she does have a black cat next to her. Mm. She does have a scroll in her hand as well, the black and white pillar, blue. But for this one, her cloak kind of drapes into, like, the ground, and it kind of, like, opens up the galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) A galaxy or space, and the moon's, like, literally underneath her. Yeah. Like a crescent moon. So that one's actually a little bit different of the interpretation of the the Rider Waite Smith. Interesting side note for for the modern witch. You um, if you have you have to really look at it to find it, but that tapestry that you were speaking of, yeah, um, you can actually see pomegranate fruit. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, me and Nate were just having a conversation about pomegranate fruit and what it relates to, and one of like, um, like a higher power and deity and goddess is oh Hecate. yes, Hecate. Yeah, so I think Hecate is definitely related in this card because I've seen oh, no, the pomegranate. I think, it, I think it's supposed. It's to basically be. Hecate, right? Yes. Yeah. So the all-knowing maiden mm-hmm. mother crone, maiden mother and crone. Funny you say that. There is literally pomegranates on both cards. <laughs> I never noticed. This one, I think it's it's supposed to be pomegranates. But you can't really tell. Oh no, I see it. Yeah. And then in the, uh, sorry, the witch's tarot, there are pomegranate bushes or whatever on the side. So those are those. That's the sign of fruit. So if in case y'all didn't know, that mm-hmm. is the sign of of Hecate. So. You know, she is the she's the all-knowing. Mm-hmm. Also, one more thing I noticed too is it also has the 
triple moon. Is that what it's called? Yes, the triple moon crescent. Yeah, she has the triple moon on her forehead. It's like a crown, kind of yes. like crown. Yeah, kind of like a crown. And then in the witch's tarot, I know she is also kind of like not frowning, but she looks like she's grinning. Like she, it's kind of like I know. But you, <laughs> yeah. You don't know. <laughs> I'm like okay. I know. Mine. She's serving on on modern. But she's serving a very Beyonce moment. Her <laughs> her crown's not even a crown. It's really more like a head wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, make it work for you, yeah. you know, like that's, that's the modern witch for a reason. How was the Star Spinner, though? So Star Spinner, as you know, we've come across some cards already, it does deviate the most. Mm -hmm. um, we still do get the uh, blue cloak. Mm -hmm. um, you actually do see the triple moon on her forehead. Forehead, yeah. Um, you do see the pillars. They're not in black and white, but they do differentiating color. Mm -hmm. You also see the sun and the moon. So there is a lot of yin and yang and a lot of balance oh, yes. going on in here. So... Uh, she also has angel wings, and her eyes are more so closed, but there's a surety and calmness that she's presenting here. Mm, okay. So, you know, do like going back to what you said, I could definitely see what you mean about um, kind of having a little bit of a frustration of like information not being revealed to you, uh -huh. you know, and understandably for different people's situation. Mm -hmm. I guess you, I, I will just, I guess the way I will always probably continue to see it in this until otherwise. If unless I experience something otherwise, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it is again just a reminder like you do have the information within yourself. You know, it's mm -hmm. when it comes to you, it comes to you at the right time. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the high priestess. Any other thoughts on high priestess? Um, you know, high priestess also kind of you know talks about the moon. Too. Yes. Moon is also one of the major arcana, but that's mm -hmm. later on down the line. Yeah. But just to sum up really quick, it's kind of like you know intuition, internal, internal yeah. like emotions. So like she, secrets, yeah, secrets, illusions, that type of thing. Like she has the secret, she holds it in that scroll, but she doesn't want to tell you what it is. But maybe it's for your own good. It could be like you don't, you're not, it's not, you're not ready for it. But yeah, that's also a little side note from what with the high, the high priestess. For no, me. for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Okay, all right. Let's move on to our fourth card. We have the Empress. Empress. She is the one I claim because she is my birth card. She is my birth card. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you, do you want to start off with the Empress? Yeah, sure. So I'm looking at the Rider Waite Smith right now. So looking at her, she's dressed in a beautiful gown. It's a little bit different in you know all the all the decks I would say, but this one, she looks like honestly it looks like a nightgown a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so she's all dressed. I don't know if it's roses on her gown. Caftan. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> she has roses on it. Uh, she's wearing her crown. Yeah, stars. I think I can't really see on mine. Stars. Which one are you looking at? Her crown. Oh yes, yeah, stars. So yes, yeah, stars. She's holding a scepter. Um, she has a shield. I yeah, it's a shield with. Is it Venus? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Venus. Yes, the Venus on it. Um, let me see. She's sitting on a crown. Or her crown. She's sitting on her throne. It's it's red. He also means, I mean, looking at, knowing the card, it's, it means abundance, fertility. Creativity. Creativity, yes. Like inspiration, sort of, sort of. Uh, nurturing. Nurturing, yeah. yeah. I so mean, like, I, I feel like with the Empress, it, it, if, it, if you're referring to, like, the Empress, Empress energy, she's very motherly-like. Yeah, motherly. Yeah. For me, also think of, I also think of, like, Mother Nature. Oh, yeah, Gaia. Mm -hmm, Gaia. Mm-hmm. So like a lot with nature also. It's a lot of a, it's like kind of earthy sign. Very that. <laughs> Very earthy. Yeah. Um, you know, there's trees in the background. She has it looks like wheat, I guess, in front of her, like growing to like I guess symbolize uh, like a nurturing, abundance. 
Um, how about you, one of your hobos? Uh... Um, I would uh, definitely there are a lot of the similar aspects for modern mm-hmm. witch tarot. You do have the, the trees in the background, long flowing dress. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Venus sign symbol, yes, the the the, the female symbol mm-hmm. on a heart ro- on a heart that's on a rock. Mm-hmm. I like um, to rock with it. Her gown, okay, I'm not going to lie, there's lemons on these gowns, oh, and I'm getting very Beyonce vibes from this card. I'm not going to lie. You were looking at it. You know you yes, cannot I see can Yes, I can see it. It's Beyonce Lang King, okay? Mm. Um, but yeah, she's looking very she's regal. Yeah, but she doesn't look like she's on the offensive, mm-hmm. right? She looks like she's welcoming you into her kingdom, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that you can like learn and flourish from, mm-hmm. uh, right? Especially her being like the motherly card or the creation card or the creativity mm-hmm. card. Um, it looks like she's inviting you to, like, you know, just kind of uh, frolic and, and, and create and be free in the kingdom, mm-hmm. you know? I would say another meaning for the card is also, like, pregnancy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, when you say creation, it sometimes literally could mean being, like... Life. Life. Yeah. Like creation of life, pregnancy, creation of a new job, a new idea, a new business. It's like anything that you can create, a new hobby. It's, like, a lot of... It means a lot, honestly. Like, you creating, nurturing, abundance. You can think about it as, you know, how you're saying motherly, Mm -hmm. like a mother, like, it could be motherly love. Talk about your mother. Can you talk about, like, someone that kind of raised you in that type of vibe? Yeah. Motherly love. (laughs) Um, You know, it also talks, it could bring, it kind of talks about love as well, just in general, because Venus is kind of like the ruler of love, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm mistaken. Yes. So, like, it's just how the way you, it could just be like, a reminder like you were loved like you this mm-hmm. mother i think mainly motherly love though mm-hmm. for this card because it's the empress yeah and i definitely like whenever i i do have this card come up in other people's readings or myself it's a constant reminder to nurture mm-hmm. the people around you nurture your situations mm-hmm. nurture your projects you mm-hmm. know what i mean like, give as yourself, much as, yeah. yeah put yourself in there and love love mm-hmm. the process of it um some negatives that i feel like that do come up with the empress i've been uh told about smothering you know, oh, uh-huh. yeah, like doing see. too much. You know, like, if you think about your mom's like helicopter, yeah, helicopter, helicopter mom, yeah, yeah, um, definitely that. And like I think also they say too, um, in regards to uh, the Empress being reversed, it's about being almost too involved in your creative projects, where mm-hmm. you're like you're almost like you're living in a you're living in that world for too long. You need to kind of come back to a more grounded reality of your day to day, because you're not allowing to give yourself enough to work on other things that of other importance because mm-hmm. all of your energy is going to the creative but you need to find initially that balance yeah that balance yes yeah. definitely yeah. um looking at the witch's tarot it's it's not it's pretty much very much the same like the wheat's there for abundance she's the trees there's the clouds i guess symbolizing like it's gonna rain abundance mm-hmm. is gonna make things grow nurturing she's in a green gown though in here green dress really it's very flowy it's a green i guess symbolizes Kind of like money abundance like you have similar to like just power in the materialistic world very much like earth sign energy um she does have a shield in this one so that's why i thought it was a shield in the right weight smith but that one looks like that now looks like a stone tablet or something but in the witch's tarot it's shield with venus sign on it and she does have a hair. I don't remember what the hair symbolizes. I guess because is the hair big? No, it's pretty pretty small. Because on both of mine, she has kind of like a like she does have. I'm not kidding. You know, I'm gonna use the word wisely. She had she has a fro going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And both of them have that like tribal mm-hmm. tribal look. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, but carry on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, mine are not. They like from <laughs> Europe. They. 
<laughs> Not the sign. Same, uh... <laughs> okay, I'm pa- moving on from that. <laughs> but, yeah, the hair, I think, is to symbolize reproduction, like, um, fertility. Yeah. Because they kind of, from my knowledge, uh, rabbits, they produce a lot of babies mm. and very much, and very quickly. <laughs> so, so it kind of, like, it could mean, like, you, be careful you're creating too much at a time yeah. focus on maybe something and nurture it yeah mm-hmm. so that's like one of the messages I can get from that oh yeah no definitely that's a that's a really good way mm-hmm. to look at it mm-hmm. um, for the star spinner star spinner tarot I mean every you know all the similar signs the wheat the stars mm-hmm. um, again we they are going for more of a tribal look but I think is more grounded so again mm-hmm. we do come back to that earth based energy mm-hmm. that the Empress really stands in so yeah overall creative um I, that's why i do i do claim this card as my birth card i was you know it's funny because i have this like known um me as a dancer and a teacher everyone knows me as kind of like the dance mom so i'll push people really really hard <laughs> i'll love you sweetie. but i'll like make you cry all at the same time yeah very that so you're doing great sweetie no so can, you can imagine me kind of coming into like you know uh, tarot and, yeah. and witchcraft and i'm like ooh, you know like i want to find out what my birth card is i find mm-hmm. out the empress and i'm just like Wow, here I am, the mom again. <laughs> also, um, when I look at the card, it's it really symbolizes like divine femininity. Yes. Yes. So like very feminine vibes. Be open to like all things like you can. I don't really. Sometimes I get confused between like femininity and masculinity. Yeah. How like how we see it and yeah. interpret it. Like when you have like a feminine vibe going on, you kind of feel like you are emotion you have feel more emotions mm-hmm. you feel like expressive expressive yeah compared to like messing where they kind of like keep it in just like mm-hmm. strength shut, yeah internal. strength you're just like gotta be strong yeah when you, when you physical phys- yeah physically I mean uh, Empress is very much divine ma- uh, feminine energy so like if it, I guess it depends on different situations but once you're in that situation maybe like this card comes up it's calling you to become more like feminine side of you yeah like feel more emotions like don't just like completely cut it off you know look at a different point of views definitely anything to go from that no I think that's pretty much good we've yeah. covered the Empress thanks Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce, Queen. <laughs> you look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> Sorry if you don't know where that reference is from. You're, it's from an old show. <laughs> okay, so we are now going to uh, cap this off with our last card of the Major Arcana, we have the Emperor. I'm not the Major Arcana, but of today. Of today. Well, not, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, sorry, oh, I have to wait, clarify. I was like, hold up, wait. For this episode. <laughs> episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me finish. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, do you want to start this one or shall I? Um, you can start, yeah. Okay, well, uh, looking at the Modern Witch, uh, the Emperor here, um, you know, I'm going, I'm, again, I had mentioned earlier that uh, the author and the illustrator for this deck wanted to go for more of a stronger feminist uh, decks, uh, fe- feminist representation, mm-hmm. including LGBTQ. And while I'm not going to claim an entire gender on this, um, I'm going to say that she's a very strong woman. She, um, you know, very business oriented mm. from what I'm looking at right now. She's wearing a suit, like a whole ass suit. Mm-hmm. She looks better than I would putting on this suit. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, you know, and. It's very strong. Red is a prominent color again. So we, you know, we come back to that red, that masculine energy from the magician that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, she is sitting on the throne. She does have the, um, is it the goat? Like the goat, or the ram? The ram ears on this yes. one at least. So it's because um, this song, uh, this card is ruled by Aries. Yes. It's Aries energy. Has that very much like a, 
I don't know what to describe in Aries. It's like kind of like go for it. Fire sign. Yeah, fire like, sign. No uh, fucks given. Yeah, just go just for like, it. I'm the king, yeah. basically. That's yeah. what the emperor is. Mm-hmm. Um, with the emperor energy, uh, he is more so ruling with not entirely a tight fist, I would say. More so he, he guides with more so security yeah. and and direction rather mm-hmm. than kind of like free form and free fall mm-hmm. and kind of you know just go with the flow it's structured yeah yeah very structured very structured so he usually knows what he's doing yeah definitely he, he that. really is like i have a plan mm-hmm. <laughs> if the magician is the one that tells you to go do something the emperor is like i've done it now i'm maintaining it yes yes yeah. yes, yes i agree Okay, how about you? Um, so looking at the Rari Smith, you know, it's 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 an older man. He is he has a beard. It's white, so I'm assuming he's th- towards his later age. He's been daddy. through. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all about the D you said. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut this out. Carry oh, on. God. Okay, so <laughs> he's an Aries energy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so he's wearing a red cloak, or mm, I don't know if they even describe. It's not a cloak. It's kind of, I guess, a cloak. Yeah, like a robe. Yeah, yeah. But he's wearing armor underneath it, so it looks like he's kind of like prepared. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. He's been through his battles. Yeah. So it's it's very much like how the Empress was a feminine energy, like divine feminine energy. This one is more divine masculine, masculine. energy. Yeah. So definitely like very strong, very like. Uh, if you think about the father in the family, like mm-hmm. a, a father figure, so very masculine. Um, he's holding a scepter and the what's the ball thing called again? Which one? The you know how he's holding. How... <laughs> oh, I know what you. Okay. I'm, okay, another one. We don't know the term, but if you can imagine, um, it's when golden you, ball. Yeah, it's a golden ball, usually with a cross on it. Yes. And then he's like holding this? like like that. Is that that cross? Is that that kind of like that weird? No, it's. I don't remember the word. It'll come back to us. Yes, but like if you can imagine like a coronation and then mm. the king is being crowned. He has a crown. He has the cross in his hand, and he also has the ball thing in his hand. Yeah. And like is this supposed to represent the world? Maybe I don't remember. It's supposed. To, what is it supposed to represent? I'm not too sure. Yeah, the whole world <laughs> in his hands. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then looking at the witch's tarot, he's also on a throne. He has armor on. He has a red cloak draping off the side of his his throne. He's watching, so this one, this is a little bit different. He's watching two kids play, so it's like kind of like, like looking at, if you, I'm not too sure if his children or his grandchildren, he doesn't look that old, so it looks like maybe it's his children. Yeah. So he looks like he's watching them, watching over them as they play and decide. He's like kind of like, supervising. Like, supervising it. He's like looking over like his kingdom, if yeah. you will. Like he's like being the the emperor really. yeah so like walking out for his uh his citizens for example mm-hmm. he's very i guess he could be like the strong fist he's like clenching his the scepter slash wand i don't know yeah you know yeah yeah Same. Like, yeah yeah so he's like clutching it so it looks like he could be holding it like a little tight fist so mm-hmm. it could be sometimes like unmoving it could be like very strong masculine energy is like i am this is how i'm going to be this is what i'm going to do so there's no way you can like have a say in it type of thing yeah so it's kind of like stubbornness really yeah that would definitely be a negative <laughs> that would be probably one of the negative parts of this like don't be stubborn if it's comes out in mm-hmm. a reading mm-hmm. how about you how's the star spinner um for star spinner i think it, i think the ball is supposed to represent the world because in the star spinner the scepter is and the ball are in all in one. Oh, so you and see it's like a globe yes yeah um with the star spinner uh it looks a little bit more uh 
Greek, I would say, ish. Um, there, he's sitting on a throne that has an eagle watching over, and you know, eagles are definitely like the eye, mm-hmm. right, of the sky. So they are watching over everything. It's also one of the like animals for Aries. Too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, similar energies. He's he's clutching it. He's watching over. He looks very firm. Um, yeah, and you know, he's sitting on his throne very, very nicely, very calmly because mm-hmm. he knows what all the work that he's done, and now he's willing to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of negative energy, I mean, if we're talking about like you know, because positives are really about main, you know, like kind of control in a good way, mm-hmm. um, and keeping that you know initial balance and and hold over things. But yes, as in terms of negatives, you can have too much control over something, and you're mm-hmm. not allowing in any breathing room. Um, you know, sometimes in life you are going to have to allow things to just you know live and let go. Mm-hmm. And if you are pulling negative. Uh, emperor energy you're not allowing that to let go you're mm-hmm. holding it too much with a tight fist mm-hmm. you're being stubborn yeah you're being stubborn you mm-hmm. you know you can't let it become what it needs to become you're stunting its growth because yes. of your stubbornness to control mm-hmm. yeah anything else on the emperor um no just pretty much you know divine masculine mm-hmm. so pretty much father figure very like you basically what you said firm strong very masculine yeah. <laughs> there's not much to say about it like if you can just think of someone that's very masculine that's yeah. pretty much like my emperor energy <laughs> the irony is that when you think of that movie emperor's new groove mm-hmm. it's like that that emperor had none of that no, he yeah, was no. so chill yes which i think is kind of funny when you look at it now like that is technically what an emperor is supposed to have right the, all these traits mm-hmm. and like no wonder why they wanted to get him out of the kingdom yeah because he was not that <laughs> But yeah, um, well, that wraps up the first five cards of the Major Major Arcana. Arcana. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are 22 cards, and probably our next episode, we will do the next five, and the next five, and probably the last seven, if we're looking at 22. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we will eventually cover the Minor Arcana and all Mm -hmm. the cards there. But yeah, what are your, what are you, you know, this this does conclude our first episode. We made it through. Thank you, everyone, for (laughs) bearing with us. Bearing with us, and, um... (laughs) Our testing, I guess, <laughs> with the first episode. Um, I think we. I'm not too sure if we'll be sticking with these decks. We yeah. Might be switching it up. I'm oh like, yeah. We will have to. He has more decks than oh, me. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I have a lot of decks. Definitely. Uh, I've been collecting. I've been going through. Oh my gosh! It's starting to right now. <laughs> good. Good timing. Okay. Good timing. Good timing. We're about to wrap this up. But thank you for listening. Uh, you know, if we, I guess, if you do. Re- uh, listen to the podcast if, if you do want to have any if you have any questions i guess you could just contact us through our instagram yeah we definitely will be posting us on uh, various social medias yes. um you know a lot of content will we will be creating uh, a, a place for all of this content to mm-hmm. be you know featured and uh, showcased on so be ready for that um definitely it's gonna be a lot of close friends and family first and hopefully anyone else it reaches uh we are here for you for all of your tarot needs, um, and we can't wait uh, for to, you know to be able to talk about you know other things that are not tarot because you know, mm-hmm. there's so much realms of spirituality. Yeah, spirituality definitely. Yeah, we can't wait for you to have like like open up to like questions from, yeah. <laughs> from listeners. Definitely want to like hear your thoughts and like yeah. if you have any questions you want us to answer, you can ask def- later on in the future. I'm not too sure on the second episode. Yeah. Well, you know, we we'll it's see. our first episode. We're going to try yes. to get some regularity up in here. <laughs> and you know, when it comes to, you know, like if y'all have questions for us, we will do our best to answer. We may go off the topic a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. But I promise you that the answer will come. <laughs> it will. Okay, I but. think Wraps it up. <laughs> By the way, we're both Libras, so oh, yes. th- this is why the, the, 
the ba- the balance or the lack thereof energy is is very that. So this 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 podcast will also journey that balance of energy. Yes, you will see um, Mystic Misters or two Libras, <laughs> <laughs> and we will have this energy for a while, and then we will just be resonating with each other. Oh gosh! But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening um, at home or in your car or wherever you're at. Uh, you know. Thank you for letting us be a part of your spiritual journey. And if you're just coming on, we hope that you're able to learn a lot and you were entertained and you know you got some knowledge today. So mm-hmm. with that said, this is Mystic Message. Mystic Mystic Message. I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> oh my, I'm wow. so sorry. Sorry, this is Guam Intuitive. <laughs> Promoting our own. Um, but no, this is Mystic Misters. <laughs> yes. We need to really work on Messy this Messy Misters. <laughs> Messy Misters. All right. Thank you everyone for listening to Mystic Mr. Tarot. Have All a good right. night. Bye. Bye.